I feel like you can't call it an NRL magic round without magicians. How would that translate in the hard-hitting world of rugby league? I think they'd be good with the sleight of hand, the yep. deft passes. Maybe um, the dummy? Yep, but when it comes to putting their body on the line, I think they'd probably get really seriously injured. We need to do something about the amount of time it takes a Sinbin player to exit the field. What about any player getting Sinbin for the Titans? We say, if you get off in the next 10 seconds... We'll sign you up to another team. Or we'll offer you a premiership. Well, They're not going to believe it. Uh, we should look to markets that no other sport is looking at. Okay. And that's why I'm suggesting war-torn Yemen. You're really going to see Addo Carr at his fastest. I think so, especially um, when he's you know trying to outrun a mortar bomb. Yeah, if he's under fire, he's, he's going to be running. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of The Voluntary Tackle, the only NRL podcast prepared to infect Bryce Cartwright with a smallpox virus and then sell tickets to his decomposing carcass. Really, whatever it takes. Today on the show, we'll be discussing that very topic along with a whole range of NRL issues. But first, I'm joined in the studio by the only man who claims to have braided the pubic hair of Karl Lagerfeld to make it look like Millie from Millie Vanilli. That sucker for late 80s pop culture I speak of is, of course, Chip Jones. Wasn't easy. Uh, that was that was a lot of uh, fumbling, twisting. Mm. You know, you've got to you've got to go back around itself. Is that right? There's like a braiding technique. He was quite elderly too, so I'm assuming the hair on Lagerfeld or Lagerfeld uh, wouldn't have been particularly pliable. Well, firstly, he liked to be called Charlie, I remember. Okay. I didn't call him Lagerfeld. Were you upset with your, your braided masterpiece that uh, it died along with Carl Lagerfeld? Because, um, you know, I'm assuming his pubic hair would have remained on his body, unless, of course, it was an open casket, and then, obviously, your painting would go on display. Well, I did try and show up at the funeral. What happened? Uh, they didn't let me in. But look, um, enough of ageing relics from Europe because uh, we're about to get very red, white and blue. You know, this is going to be difficult for a lot of our listeners to sit through. Mm. Um, But then, you know what I think? Well, that's like most of the show. Get over it. Yeah, most of it's pretty difficult to sit through. Most of it's pretty tough, so. Um, Because if we said, oh, skip through the bad bits, they just go to the credits. They'd pretty much go to that bit at the end where I said, you know, something Mm. funny or something like that. Yeah, or at least attempted to, and then they'd unsubscribe. Uh, have we got any subscribers? No. Okay. No. But I'm saying in theory. In theory, if we had a subscriber. Yeah, they'd probably unsubscribe if mm. we gave them that advice. Um, so let's not do that. Let's talk about the Roosters winning everything. Now, it is a bit of an issue, I think, for for hardcore Roosters fans. And, and you know, we might call it a problem and call us spoiled, if you will. But uh, 2018 was a very fruitful year for us, Chip. Uh, we won the minor premiership. Uh, we won mm-hmm. the major premiership. Yep. We've now won the... The World Club, Club Challenge, Challenge early yep. this year. Yep. Uh, we're also Blues fans, so we won Origin. We won the Blues, yeah. We won with the Blues as well, which was which was a lot of Roosters players as well, to be fair. That's right. A lot of representatives uh, all came from our club. I think we won a lot of Dally M sort of stuff, Robbo, Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the question on the show today is, is there any compensation that the NRL should provide Roosters fans who are becoming, I think, a bit too jarred or vague to our own success? Yeah, well, it's a tough one, you know, because I I think the NRL could do more for Roosters fans. I mean, we don't even have a fucking stadium anymore. Is it true they're actually going to create a stadium that looks a bit like the Taj Mahal? It'd be good to be playing in a stadium that really reflects our salary cap. That would be a good idea. Mm. So uh, lots of rupees, lots of uh, yep. diamonds, those big turrets. Could we have some columns? I think so. Could we get some marble columns, like for corner posts or something? Mm. I actually like think the whole field should be made Could we get marble. a marble goalpost? 
Because that, that'll be where you start. Right? I don't know how we got here, but yeah. I like it as an idea. Well, here we are. Uh, how do you fire up the players pre-match? Like, what do you say to mm. Roddy Palmer? Well, he's not with us anymore. Or what, what, what does one say to the, the fitness coach that's taking your team out? And they're like, yeah, well, mate, I just finished my cigarette. I've yeah. got, you know, half my latte left. So in other words, what do you say to the team that's got everything? Yeah. Or what, or what do you get the man who's got everything for a birthday present? Probably hookers. Yeah. I don't know, but like really exotic ones. Okay, like um, different ones. Yeah. You Not probably your go, run of the mill. Not no. what you got him last week or his grandma got him. You're going for, you know. I'd probably get him an Inuit. An like Inuit? a really hot okay. Inuit. And it, that, that, they're hard to find. What about like a, a Mongolian? Uh, oh, you can find those. Yeah. I think you, I think you'd have to offer a little bit more, to be honest. Okay. To get to really incentivize a Roosters player um, to go to, out there and give to, it 110. To go the Mongo. Now, we've talked on the show before, at Chip, about uh, potentially creating some kind of handicaps uh, for players and teams. Mm. Could it be the case that the Roosters, having won everything, just restate that, um, that they might need to be handicapped in 2019? Now, you've suggested this in the past, and I think it's worth talking about again. Mm. Um, like they do with racehorses, yep. it might be a good idea to put the sandbags on the side of a few of the players, mm. just to slow them down a bit and bring them back to the uh, even keel. Well, I, th- I think we go we go another three or four premierships in a row, uh, and then we can start talking about pegging them back a bit. Because, you know, I think um, let's just let's just see out nineteen and twenty, um, and if we really are bored of winning absolutely everything, hmm. then uh, you know I don't think sandbags or, or uh, saddlebags is, is is really out of the question. What about uh, Chip? If we started getting players who were shit from mm. yesteryear to start playing for us again. Uh, Chris Walker comes to mind. See, I, I just feel like we've done that. Well, we certainly did. I, th- I feel like we've been there and we've done that. We, we went for a lot of pain. You know, I mean, we, we, we did it successfully with some. I mean, Brett Mullins. Uh, that's right. We play, we actually Unbelievable. Won a, we won a comp with I mean, Brett. that guy just came out of... Like, he was... Okay, he was a great... I mean, he, he was a great player. Um, but he was in the twilight of his career. Everyone said this might be a mistake. And he was a freak that year. He was in the haze of coke of his career, you know, I remember right. He rightly. was in the coke haze. I mean, that's where you want to be. Mm. Actually, when he used to run really fast, you could see the silhouette of coke that would come off him. Actually see the powder. Yeah. Like the powder sheen running behind him. That's yeah. right. And um, very few sidelines left post-game Very for few, yeah. That was like that Robbie Fowler thing for Man United. Exactly. You know? Yeah, he used to just clean those lines it's up. not that touchline. And he wasn't even sure. He goes, I think it's paint, but I'm not yeah. going to risk it. <laughs> but hey, even if it is... Let's sniff it. Yeah, it's going to give me some kind of high. It'll get me somewhere. Yeah. Certainly playing for the Raiders in the uh, mid to late 90s didn't give him any highs. That's not not great. Okay. I've got the one player I want you to bring back. Martin Offier. So the guy who carved up in the English Super League came out and broke his arm for us and then fucked off home. Yep. I I want to see that guy actually do some fucking damage for the... I mean, how much do we pay for him? He owes us. Now we'd pay nothing. He's about a fifty-five-year-old man. Bring him back. I'm sure he's still quick. I've had this idea before, Chip, and this is genuine. I love the idea of having a one to sixteen team and an X Factor seventeenth person who's just a fan. Okay, and it's drawn out of a, a lucky dip. You know, I I I get the feeling this has come out of a dream for you. Like there's there's some deep need to be on that field. And you th- you're thinking, well, I'm never going to make it training for the side. I'm never going to get in there through 
scouting. No one's ever going to see me. I'm past that age. But if we just had a wild card entry, just that one chance that I could be the fan that comes onto the field for that conversion from the sideline, one point down with 10 seconds left. I mean, am, am, I, am I close? You're way off. Oh. And I'll tell you why, because I'm quite a, um, a realist slash uh, self-denigrator. So if my uh, name came out of the hat, that I'd feel a bit like when people's names came out uh, during conscription in Vietnam. I okay. mean, I'd be scared shitless. You'd be scared. Okay. The idea of me going on with my mid-30s body, yep. uh, which was not fit, by the way, in it, its it mid-20s. It wasn't great in the 19 no. and the 20 and the 21st It's never had birthdays. a heyday. Yeah, that's right. It's never well, had a... It's probably not yet either. Yeah. I mean, is there one coming? It's never had a peak. So to go on and play first graders, I mean, I'd be horribly injured. Mm. There's actually zero <laughs> doubt that if I went on, someone, say it was a kick return from a kickoff. Oh, that would be perfect. I mean, there's no doubt that my vertebrae would end up in different places on the so field. So let's see, let's play that out. So uh, the, there's, the whistle goes, the hand goes up, the ball is booted. Yep. It's flying end over end down towards you and Jake Friend catches it and looks at you, and although you're screaming, no, yep. the ball comes to you. You catch the ball, you mm. start running. What happens next? Well, I wouldn't be running towards the other team. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought so. You'd be, be running be, for the dugout. You'd probably be running for the, the queue at the bloody beer line, I would think. Well, just out of the ground. Just, just first of all, get away from those freaks that are trying to hurt me. Yeah. You know what the real uh, painful irony here is, Chip, is even if I took the ball and just ran towards my own dead ball line. I'm so slow uh, that catch they'd catch me and yep. fuck me up anyway. Yep. Uh, so it would just be a suicide footy. Mm. So I, it, the bottom line is, no, I don't want to be a part it of that team. great TV. But my point being, say it wasn't me, and they drew out someone's <laughs> name who actually opted in. As long as it's someone else. <laughs> but they opted in is important. <laughs> it has to be consensual. Okay. Because okay. then you can't be forced to do it. So you've got every option out. You're out. It's not happening for you. But there'll be someone out there crazy enough that to think absolutely. that they can hit that ball up. Of course. Okay. There'd be a number of nitwits that could, would love to run on. Could we do this? Could this be a halftime special? I think they should have to play a whole half. <laughs> I'm picturing like, I don't know, some guy named Gary. He's an accountant. Gotta from, be Gary. Yeah. He's an accountant from Bronte. He's 58. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't run since college. But he plays a little touch footy and he thinks he's not bad. He plays it, you know, with his mates at a barbecue yep. annually. Yep. Uh, and he goes, I think I probably could step Latrell. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, he runs on, tries to step and just has his head taken off. Just, just actually the impact of the shoulder on his chest um, pops his eye. We just let's let's pop an eye. Stuff comes out of him, <laughs> like just off every orifice. He actually has the stuffing knocked out of him. Yeah, stuff that we didn't even know was in him. It'd be a bit like he'd just go instantly concave, like that. Okay, first yes, up. yes, would that's just, right. He would go. He would cease being a three-dimensional person, yeah. and he'd just be a sort of crescent-shaped two D. Yeah, with with all the stuffings gone. Yeah, a bit like if you threw a bowling ball at a small bean bag, because there's that spittle. That goes as well. You notice in those big shots, there's like spray that comes mm. off the head. Yes. Um, but there's also sometimes just that beautiful spittle. Oh, yeah. Now it's time for our favourite segment. Denim, praisem or finem. Back by popular demand, we had three people say... It's not bad. So we thought we'd bring it back as a segment, Chip. Banham, praisem or finem. I think you- it's our most successful... Segment yet, and you're basing that on what we've metric. had. Three people say it's not bad. 
I, that's off the charts that's for like us, isn't it? Ringing off the hook, mm. basically. It's about taxing chip your sage counsel, uh, your immense cognitive ability, <sighs> throwing very complex social problems mm. at you, mm. rapid fire, yep. and just seeing uh, you know what the ethical way forward is, mm. uh, which is what we love about you. Uh, so this is all going to be a series of leaked videos, and I want you to tell me if we should ban them, praise them, or find them. Uh, the first video that emerges online is that of Marcus By fornicating with a giveaway sign. Now, don't answer just yet, because uh, here's the kicker. It was in heavy traffic. See, I'd, I'd praise that. Okay. Uh, he'd probably be holding up traffic, though, wouldn't he? Well, you know, I, I think it's a an art nouveau statement against the uh, calamity mm. that is trying to drive in this country, in peak hour. I think he's making a social statement I about traffic. I think he's just saying, you know what, fuck it. Okay. And I, I think, why not? Are you giving by a bit too much credit? Maybe he's just horny for polls. Well, that's that's okay too. You can still get a reasonably good good deal to Poland, and uh, they're, while they're in the Euro, I mean, there's lots of girls there that would be happy to, you know, I'm, I'm sure hang out and, you know, buy them dinner or something. And uh, next one on the card, mate. It's a leaked video of Joey Johns discussing how much money he can make by faking a seizure. Uh. You should probably fine him for that. Because he's lied to the nation, hasn't he? Yeah, but you know what? I, I reckon we should fine him the amount he thought he'd make, just to teach him. Okay. Um, You're not going to get away with it, mate. Would, would you fine him uh, that same amount of money per seizure? Because he's had quite a few over the last few years. How many of them are genuine? Well, in this scenario, none of them. Yeah, but the previous ones. Because if he's got history... Well, I think it would be very perplexing, Chip, for him to have had genuine seizures and then come up with a money-making scheme to fake seizures. So you're basically saying all of those seizures, they're, they're, they're gone, they weren't real? I'd say so. Yeah. It, it, if he's got form on the board for mm. faking seizures, uh, the chances are he's always faked those seizures. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, so in that case, you'd like to fine him? Uh, if that's the case, I think we should fine him per seizure. Okay, how Definitely. much money exactly? Um, per shake? Oh, uh, well... That's a great question, actually. Mm. Could we could we get some kind of um, you know Geiger counter in there and 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 measure measure some kind of uh, Richter Richter scale? Pop them in a bath with Possibly. some water or something like yeah. that, and try and measure the wave displacement so we can work out. You know, it's very scientific. I like it. It's a bit like one of those old fashioned whip rounds. You know, when you rattle the money box, yeah. So every whip um, that could be a thousand dollars cash. Yeah quite like that. You've solved that one for me. I'm ready to move on. Um, another leaked video comes out. It's Darren Albert. Uh, he's caught changing... Yeah, just ban him. <laughs> he's caught changing into a fat suit that turns out to be Rebel Wilson. Oh, this is interesting. Is that is that why she's now become talented? Well, yeah, because Darren was very uh, a prolific try scorer. Because he was quite good, wasn't mm. he? He was never that funny. No. To be fair. Maybe he's just like trying to go into a new genre. Too busy scoring tries. Mm. Uh, so if it turned out that Reuben Wilson wasn't a real person, yeah. in fact, Darren Albert had it been It was Darren Albert, yeah. Uh, I mean, what would you do in that case? Would you? I mean, you ban them from what? <sighs> you've got to praise him, really. I think so. Oh, you've got to praise him for getting away with it. Well done, Albert. You've mm. cracked Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, um, that can't be easy. No. I mean, I know that cracking the 10 metres... I mean, the try line is hard. Tough enough. You've done that plenty, plenty of times. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood, you know... You've managed to crack 
Bauer Media's legal team, yep. um, which was tough. Although that can't you, be easy. You lost on appeal, but that you don't win yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'm actually with you there. I definitely praise him. Yeah, but by what degree would you praise him? Would you go, I'm going to buy you a beer, Rebel? Would you call him Rebel or, or, or Darren? Well, see, now you're getting into that really interesting problem with, uh, with uh, transsexual people. Oh, I didn't mean to. Well, what, what what's the correct? Is it Z or Zer or is there some? I think I think we're going to have to get Jordan Peterson on here to try and fix this up for us. To be honest, there's no. He's not changing genders. He's just in a fat suit. Okay. He's still Darren Albert. Yeah. Well, then think... just just call him Darren. <laughs> no need to wade into that murky water. Uh, and we have the last video uh, for the segment. Um, it's a video that emerges of Sam Icemonger licking coal at the Adani coal mine. See, this is where you've almost got to. Um, if you can't strip him of his citizenship, you've got to deport him. I, th- oh. I think we're going to have to go with ban him, but mm. from the country. Okay, so that you've sort of wiggled roomed your way around that one. Yep. So deport him, a form of ban. Yep. So ban him from having Australian yep. liberty. Yeah, pretty much. Where would you send it's him? China. Okay. With the coal. Just fuck off with your right. coal. See ya. Okay. Yeah. So in a way, uh, Sam Icemonger sort of become an international commodity. Yeah. What would the Chinese do with um, a retired forward who was never great in his prime? He'd probably be a centre stage in Chinese rugby league. Oh, I he'd think kick, he'd be kick ass. I think he'd be probably he'd NRL. be the best five eight they've ever had. I would, I would think. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's never even played that position, you know. but it wouldn't matter. Would no, no. So you think it would just be a team of uh, you know people who are barely illiterate in the game of rugby league playing Sam Icemonger in Beijing mm. and them getting their ass kicked. Pretty much. Love Pretty much. I mean, I mean, he he comes out all right in that deal. That was Denim, praise him or fine him. Now, Chip, uh, Bryce Cartwright and his partner recently declared to the world that they will not be vaccinating their kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first of 17 more to come, I'm sure. Being the learned man that Bryce is, he's read up on this. Uh, he, this is a direct quote from The Telegraph. He said he'd read all of the relevant literature about germ theory, in quotes, and after a few empirically peer-reviewed articles, obviously, he's probably gone through quite a few studies, he and his wife decided that his kids uh, don't need to be vaccinated. Uh, in fact, uh, there's another quote here from his wife, Chanel. He said, Bryce sat down with me and he read a package insert and a few pages of Dr. Suzanne Humphrey's books and saw vaccines in a very different light. And now here we are. My question to the show is this, Chip. If Bryce's kids end up causing an epidemic of polio on the Gold Coast... Is that a good thing? Uh, could be. There'd be less of them around. Could be. You know, less aggro. I mean, look, you know, if, if he's if he's got the only kids that aren't vaccinated against polio, then it'll only be them that have a problem, won't it? Because everyone else is vaccinated. Well, the more people you have that aren't vaccinated, the, the higher the chance of uh, what we call outbreaks. Hmm. Um, so if we get smallpox, for example, say little mini cartwrights are running around the Gold Coast, with smallpox virus, um, chances are they might mutate and then he might infect others. So the vaccine would be useless, therefore? Not if everyone's vaccinated at once. Right. So if you get enough people not so vaccinated... So can, can we not just, like, get some trucks, all right, get some guns and go street to street? Let's just get everyone in a truck, okay? Uh, we I think that already happens on the Gold Coast. We don't care if you're elderly. We don't care if you're already uh, vaccinated, whatever. We're going to stick you with some needles and get it done. Problem solved. Well, I think, as I said, that's happening uh, en masse on the Gold Coast already, but I think it's more recreational drug use. Uh, oh, I see. People going door-to-door they're with like shoddies. Self-vaccinating yes, against, like, um, you know, 
some kind of malaise. Vaccinating against legality, I guess, in okay. a sense. Um, can, they're can, going, mm. you know, have a shiv of fucking ice. Yeah, get that in you. Yep. Stitch that, Jimmy. Can 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 you shiv someone with ice? Would would they be happy with that? I mean, if you're an ice addict and they said, "Well, I'll give you some ice, but I'm going to shiv you with it," would mm. they be like, "Yeah, okay"? Probably. In fact, they're probably not in their right minds. So they wouldn't even be thankful or belligerent or aware. No, they're just like, "Oh, more ice." I'm being stabbed. Um, now, if Bryce, for example, his kids say this uh, ends up being a, a thing where he, you know, manages he infects to... the world. Let's let's go for it. Well, not let's not start with let's start with the NRL. Okay, okay, okay. sorry. Uh, and we had uh, diseases starting to run rampant among players in the NRL, all mm. because of Bryce Cartwright. Yep. Um, which team would you like to see infected first? <sighs> Auckland. Let's let's get it over the border. Let's get it out of the country. Let's, let's make it let's, a let's, pandemic. Yeah, let's do a test case. So we'll just test it over there. We'll mm. see how they go. And, um, you know, if we feel like importing it to uh, Queensland for the Origin Series, then I'm, I'm all for it. Is there a particular disease you'd like to see in New Zealand? No. Black death? Not, not, not really. Bit right. racist. Well, it's not about the colour, mate. Bit racist. Let's make it white death. Yeah, white, white also arguably racist. Yeah. Non-colour... Chromal, just just death, death. just yeah. death, right? Yeah, I I don't think we should kill New Zealand. Oh no, I um, certainly wouldn't. I I don't think we could. No, they're a resilient bunch, aren't they're, they? Yeah, they're pretty tough. Yeah, we tried to do that way back in the day, and they're, um, they're pretty tough. Remember, we lured them to Gallipoli. We said, "Come along, fellas. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely win. We'll be fine. The English are right behind us. They're yeah. going to tell us when to run." Oh, the Turks don't know a thing. Oh, mate, don't worry. No, yeah. it's the beach around the corner. Yeah, we'll meet you there. It's not. It's not that beach. There's a pub here. Yeah, we'll go after you. We'll see you there. Yeah, classic Aussie style, wasn't it? Um, so we've tried it once in history before. Uh, why not try it again, uh, this time with something like polio? Again, just to test out their own resilience in a way. So what would happen... Okay, so you infect New Zealand with polio by way of Cartwright. Mm. Um, and for some reason, the uh, let, let, let's say the native um, New Zealanders or the Maori, for, for some reason, are uh, unaffected. They're immune. They have they have a resilience to said virus. Um, where do you go from there? Well, I think the nation would uh, quadruple in size. I mean, they're a lot bigger, aren't they? Maoris than your white Kiwis. They'd probably be a lot better than f- at footy on aggregate. Um, I think that's pretty true. They yep. do the hucker a lot better if they didn't have the white guys in there. Yeah. Now, see, that's an interesting thing that you say there, because because mm. you know I think the white guys give it a lot. They try. They they try. They've you ever certainly. Seen, you ever seen Kieran Foran try to do it? I've seen him try. Yeah. Richie McCaw did a decent hucker. I know that's rugby again, but you know he's he's pretty white. They're few and far between, though. Aren't that's they? yeah. I have to give you that. I mean, when you see the tongues come out and it's the war dance, mm. and then you see someone who's five five, skinny and white. Yep. Um, it almost makes a mockery of it. Mm, I wouldn't want to make a mockery of the hucker. That's just. I just wouldn't want to go there. I'd like to see the Broncos uh, potentially taken down with polio. Yep. Um, maybe not the whole team, just mm. the wingers. Yep, um, okay. So that, you know, Which is we, fair. Yeah. So they'd be immobilised, obviously. Yep. They'd be in an iron lung. They could still come in the yep. iron lung on the field. Are they going to play on? Yes. Well, look, I'm all for it. Let's just infect them. Mm. Do you know I get the feeling Corey Oates would still be good in an iron lung? <sighs> He's a very good player. Do you reckon he'd kick as far? No. Chip, I have something to put to you. No, it's nothing sexual. Don't worry okay. about it. 
Um, I've, asked, I've, asked, <laughs> I've asked you several times and you've said no each time. I, I respect it. Yep. The reason I bring it up is I, I want to know, do you think our show is misogynist? Well, let me ask you this. If you were a female, what would your name be? Uh, Sheila. Really? Oh, fuck. I fucked it, didn't I? Yeah. No, I, I, I actually refute that, Chip. I don't think we are misogynist. Okay. I, but I think our big problem is uh, we can't get women to come near us frankly. Uh, so it's been very difficult. Well, um, I'll speak for yourself. But <laughs> I knew you'd say that. But in the last couple of weeks, we've been going to a production meeting, uh, which is just code for going down the pub. And we said, we need some female voices on the show, mm. basically. And guess what? I've managed to secure some. Fantastic. We present to you Laverne and Shirley. Girls, uh, g'day. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. It's nice to be here. You guys didn't see, but there was like a blind, he pulled us from it. It was magical. We finally got an invite. (laughs) Exactly. It's been a long time coming on the show. Um, In fact, a lot of our listeners said we'd never do this, said it couldn't be done. Uh, Women wouldn't come near us. Um, But as it turned out, uh, we didn't have to pay you guys too much, did we? Just the rest of my life. (laughs) So uh, that is Shirley. Shirley, you are indeed my wife. Uh, I don't know if that's a spoiler alert for the listeners or not. Um, And uh, who have you got in Laverne here? This is my other wife. It's a part-time relationship between the two of us, somewhere between March and October. Similar situation for Laverne. So we've just decided that during that time, we're each other's girlfriends. That's right. So we see you guys in the off-season. We're like a (laughs) full-time husband or partner in the off-season. But then when footy season's on, you guys just need to hang together. And it's really hard because you keep saying on this podcast that there is no off-season for the voluntary jackal, <laughs> which is killing me. <laughs> I know. It's, actually, it's killing the marriage, isn't it? But it's very nice to have you guys in the studio with us today because we wanted to get a, a bit of a female point of view on the game of the NRL. Now, you may or may not know this, but the NRL has um, got a bit of an identity crisis when it comes to women, uh, particularly in the last couple of months. There's been a a lot of unsavoury incidents uh, going on in the off-season. How do you look upon that when it comes to the game? Are you like, does it turn you off the game? Do you think NRL players are dickheads, by and large? Oh, sorry, I'm nodding. <laughs> <laughs> Laverne's getting used to the <laughs> non-visual media. Exactly. So it's a yes from Laverne. Do, do you have any thoughts on that, Shirley? I mean, you know, do you think when you see a rugby league player out, say you're, you know, you're down at the park walking the dog, even though you don't own one, be weird. Um, you're down there, you see an NRL player, do you think, oh, I hope he doesn't rape me? It's not my first thought. Yeah, <laughs> probably not rape, but like if you were in a dark alley with them, like would you be comfortable? Would I be comfortable? I mean, I'd probably go... I mean, not you, Shirley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would you be comfortable, Shirley? I don't think I'm comfortable with any man in a dark alley, mm. but... I think the physical size thing is definitely intimidating, but maybe not threatening. I mean, we also know who these guys are, so we have like a free rapist alert. Oh, okay. Do you think that should be a thing where like maybe you get an app where it alerts you to your proximity of an NRL player to prevent rapes? Might work. It needs to be workshopped. Um, For the record, can you let the listeners both know, uh, sorry, the listeners know who you support? Uh, Roosters. Roosters fan for Laverne. This isn't a fair question to be on... Like the air. This is, you know, controversy between us. But Seems I'm like a pretty straightforward question to me. Well, I'm a Melbourne Storm supporter, but I made some 
bold claims back earlier in the relationship that maybe if you won a few grand finals that I'd become a rooster supporter as well. One down. Kind of reneged on that deal. <laughs> you have. Um, and, and I can actually add a little bit more detail to that. Um, Shirley told me when we got married that being married to me was a thing that would convert her to a Roosters fan. Uh, we got married. Honeymoon was awesome. Uh, and then she continued to wear her Melbourne Storm gear uh, for the next couple of months and, in fact, forever since. Um, and it sort of made me question your honesty. She got you good. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me wonder what else you're going to lie about. Sickness and in health. <laughs> so you are still a Melbourne Storm fan? I am, but it's like, it's that weird... I feel like I'm in a process of maybe I'll break up with them, but I don't want to because it's that relationship that I like too much to let go of. Okay, so you've had it your whole life and you just you don't want to see it burn. Yeah. A bit like the grand final last year. That burned, didn't it? Yeah, when you're in a room full of your family supporting the roosters and I had to very quietly cry on my own. These wounds are still raw. Uh, Laverne, you said roosters. Why are you a Chooks fan? Uh, good question. Probably by default of where I live. Right, so you're, you're from the east. That's right. Um, so you're, you're born and bred, although oh, I don't want to give away your postcode. It's probably getting a bit too personal. But I was going to say, you do live kind of on a border uh, I do, with I do. another club, which yep. don't like the Roosters very much. Um, so you're sort of on the cusp of where the South fans and the Roosters fans would yep. sort of congregate and sort of yell at each other and throw stones at each other. Do you ever see that kind of... Um, animosity on the streets does it ever spill out on the streets of the border of where you live oh wow um i mean i probably see more of that on facebook than on the street <laughs> cyber violence <laughs> yeah. we know how it is there's a little segment within a segment here we're going to call hot or not yes um now to this. Uh, this this is something we've had to implement uh due to popular demand uh i.e yourselves have asked that this be included this is the only conversation we have during the games it's got to be here I probably need to, you know, what I probably should do is bring up some visuals for you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can tell you who the not ones are. Okay, who are the not ones? Oh, that's a long list. Let's it is start. a longer list. We've, right. Like, they're fresh in the brain. Who is not hot? Um, now I've got to remember their names. And you know how good I am with names. Um, English guy, Bulldogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. James the Graham. James Graham. Yep. James not, Graham's in the not, not list. I think he could be a good person. I've actually seen him in a cafe before. Looks polite. Doesn't look so good. All right, guys, we're going to um, we're going to bring up our first visual here. You're not going to know who this uh, person is because oh, I don't want you to be coloured. Stop it. So, uh, <laughs> isn't that like the Jack DeBellin guy? Let's just knock out his backstory very quickly, just based on physical appearance. Not, not, not. I think. At, look at the hair on his chin. Like, who who has that? Yeah, you're no, right. He's got a very distinct, not. almost magician look there. Yeah, did he like dip his chin in like? Chocolate mousse. Chocolate, yeah. God, I mean, God, no. It's probably something he's done in his private life. He kind honest. of, you know how there's that type of person, a little bit Backstreet Boys boy band that you mm. expect to have an eyebrow ring? Yep. Yeah, I actually thought he had an earring here. Mm. Like a really violent Justin Timberlake. Yes. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, anyway, so that's a knot. That's a knot. So Jack DeBellin, um, if you're listening from jail, um, that <laughs> is a knot. Um, so at the moment we're here, we're looking at Greg Inglis. Not. Yeah, also not. Okay, that, you both were very quick about that. Why is that? Drink driving is not okay. Okay, so it's more DUI <laughs> that's turned you off, Laverne. What about you, Shirley? It's the red and green jersey. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's thoroughly unattractive. Um, <laughs> and, and it certainly doesn't blend with his mouth guard there. He hasn't even colour-coordinated. He has colour-coordinated. That's where you're wrong. Well, it it's like why it's got a bit of yellow in there. That looks pink. Pink to me. Ah. Anyway. 
Anyway, look, let's not get bogged down. The next one is another rooster. I think he's hot. Okay, so uh, everyone, we're looking at Cooper Cronk. Um, so we've got a hot here from Laverne. I think he's hot, but was hotter two years ago. Mm. Was he hotter when he had his scapula intact? He was hotter when he was wearing a different jersey. Ooh, that's controversial. Um, so we've got a hot and you've said sort of but, a bit past his a, prime. It was a bit nice to see him, you know, a bit emotional. Okay. So it was his more... delicate side, like, oh, yeah, not so rough after all. Okay. So it was more uh, beyond the physical for you, Laverne. Yeah. It was more about yeah. the emotional side that he showed on the field. That's interesting. That's right. So if he, if Cooper Cronk was to run on the field and instead of kicking a really good 40-20, he nurtured a young child. Yeah, that um, would be cute. Okay, that would actually up his ranking in the hotness? Yeah. Okay, I think when you watch a game and none of them look hot, let's be real, mm. but then as soon as their families come on the field, there's something like that happens to our ovaries and they're like up 20%. <laughs> Is that how it works? Well, it's good to know. So I'd just find a puppy or a baby. <laughs> yes, sweet. 20%. All right. The next uh, cab off the rank here uh, we've got is Sam Burgess. No. No. Okay. So not. both saying absolutely not. That was very quick. Is there any particular reason? Is it to do with his Facebook escapades? Or? No, I think it's like this is going to sound weird and I hope that Sam's never listening. Great playing for a few of those years. Uh, <laughs> but his eyes go downwards. Right. Are you trying to say he has some kind of syndrome? No. I, I'm not putting words in, in your mouth here, Shirley. I'm just wondering if... Um, I just think that his eyes, like, they're not, like... As they do angle downwards, but symmetrical. Isn't the nose more obvious? He has had his nose busted a lot, to be fair. To um, me, that's the first thing I look at. Yeah. And it's, his teeth. And his teeth, yeah. His nose is sort of running in about nine different directions. It's almost that's a right. novagon, yeah, yeah. isn't it? All right, we're going to do the last one here. We're bringing up James Tedesco. How do we feel about James? Can we get another yeah, view? You've, you've not been nice. Okay, he's smiling in that shot. I'm not sure what's wrong with that. It looks like... For those listening, he has like his mouth wide open. It's uh, he, not a smile. He does look a bit he's... like Mr. Red. Ooh. I'm going to go hot for him. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. not bad. All right, so he, he cuts the mustard. The other interesting thing, he really does depend on the photo. I think at one stage there was... I had a bit of a... Um, Google Images session mm. at um, Woods. You like Aaron Woods? The Aaron Woods without the hair. That was a thing that I started looking into. And Wait, so did you put in to Google Aaron Woods <laughs> alopecia? Is that what you did? And you no, wanted to completely... Aaron Woods hot. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were after a completely hairless no. Aaron Woods. Because I thought, Jesus, I didn't know you were into that and I'm married to you. No, Aaron Woods, short hair. You should Can give we it a pull go. him up, please? Okay, yeah, we'll have one more here. So Aaron Woods, which I have to say is a very odd um, choice. But look, uh, maybe this is um, there's a lot about women I don't know about. You need to go like maybe 2012. Whoa. So Laverne. <laughs> Shirley, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i got to say, Shirley, uh, Shirley, you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad photo. No. Like I'm sorry, years. this is Aaron That's, Woods you know, and there is no such okay, thing so as a good she, photo. she went five years deep through his Instagram. Is that what you're <laughs> trying to say right now? No, this was like three years ago. You've right. got, no, okay, without the beard, without the hair, like it wasn't bad. You've got to trust me on this right. one. Okay, well, well, that was hot or not. And at the end of the day, we, we learned that, um, Shirley, you were very hard to please and uh, Laverne, a little bit in the middle. That was Talking League with Laverne and Shirley. Thanks for coming on.
Now, there's only been one game, real game played this year so far, Chip. It was the Indigenous All-Stars uh, versus the Maori All-Stars. I might be getting those names wrong. I'm not sure. But I guess grabbing even more headlines than the game, and it was a fantastic game, was the pre-game. I mean, the Kiwis set it up as you'd expect. So the Maoris come out and do that, that war dance. It's got fire. It's got heart. It's got passion. At one point, they rip someone's head off and do it. You know, and you can really feel it. Yeah. You know, um, they shouldn't treat the refs like that. Anyway. One thing I would say, though, is the uh, the response from the Indigenous uh, team of Australia was breathtaking. They all got in a circle. They stood next to each other, and at one point, they all dropped down, and Latrell jumped up and just stared at the Maoris and said, oh, I'm going to win this game. And he did. I know. He played really well, actually. Um, a few and, try assists. You know, it, it was one of the... F- because, you know, uh, Aussies... Or the Australian team, if you like. The green and gold. Great football team. Yeah, mainly white guys. But you know what? We just have nothing compared to that Haka. We don't get there. We've got no match for it. But this indigenous team, Mm. oh, they've got some moves. I agree. They've got some dance moves to uh, go up against the Haka. And I'd like to see more of it. But it is a good thing, isn't it? Because as you said, before the New Zealand team would always be very impressed with the Haka. They'd come up to the Australia, and all we had in uh, return uh, was singing a song about us being girt by sea. Yep. And it was never that impressive. No. Uh, most of the time we didn't know the words. Yep. Uh, even the people who did know the words went, these are shit words. Yep. My heart's not in it. A bit like when you're you know, at a concert you don't like. Mm-hmm. Say someone drags me across to a Miley Cyrus concert. Yep. I don't give a shit if there's a wrecking ball. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't. Exactly. I'm not, you know, moshing as hard as I normally would. Yeah, probably um, not crowd surfing at all, really, at that no, show. No, probably every now and then grab a breast. Yeah, uh, well, but that's normal. Yeah, you do I, that in a f- Sunday I'll, morning I'll, in a cafe. I'd ask first. Yeah. I want that to be very clear. But it is very nice to see the Indigenous team have some kind of uh, cultural match. And I'll tell you, I don't know if there's a. Um, it's a bit like you know in the Oscars where an acceptance speech goes for too long. It almost did border on uh, going a bit long, didn't it? Because I think it took up about 40 minutes. It, it, it was a little bit long. What was really interesting is, is afterwards when I watched the highlight reel, it took up most of the highlight reel was actually the Harker and, and the uh, Indigenous uh, war dance. Um, but I've got to say, that was fine. I didn't mind it. Um, you know, I, I really think we ought to, ought to do some TV series of just, just war dances. You know, like um, married at first sight kind of thing, like mm. war dance at at first arrival or something. I don't know. Could how we, how yeah, we just, just pack it into kind of like shitty Australian soaps, like um, yeah. Doctor Doctor. Yep. We could just have uh, instead of like the prelude where you know that she's going to fall in love with the Doctor, there's suddenly um, Latrell Mitchell comes in and he's a, an aggressive kangaroo. Yep. And he says he spears the Doctor. Yep. Holds him up like a shish kebab yeah. and then has his way with a woman. Yeah. That's probably not exactly where the show wants to go, but... Um, Fuck, I'd, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd Definitely. Watch it for, I'd probably watch it for a bit and then I'd be a bit too disturbed to continue. Then I'd be a bit like, you know, I've now I've now wanked off and I, I kind of... <laughs> getting a bit over it now. Could we have, like, um, the war dance... At the beginning of Neighbours, so instead of the theme song, you know, Neighbours, every, could, could we actually have a war dance? And could we have a giant cauldron uh, where they boil Harold? Mm. That'd be amazing. I don't think he's even on the show flaming, anymore. Flaming fucking boiling. Cook him up, skin him up, um, yep. and then put him on one of those rotating spits. Doesn't he have some kind of chilli sauce that would go well with his cooked 
body. I've never tried any Harold. He's got some. He's got some. Is that the mm. guy, Flame and Hell Alf? No, no I'm thinking that's, Alf. That's Alf. That's Home and Away. That's Ray Ma. That's because he's got he's got hot sauce. He sells hot sauce. I don't know whether you know this, but I had no idea. He sells hot sauce. Maybe we could get some of his hot sauce. Tell me in more. the pot. Tell me more Ray Ma facts. Um, that's kind of all I've got, really. I, I I didn't know much. I didn't even know his name. I didn't care to know. No, but, but now you've now I've put you on the spot. Now you've now you've he's won a gold logie. Oh, that's that's high. I mean, you know, you've made it. There's only that and being a character in The Simpsons. Really, they're the two. If someone gave you a gold logie, would you keep it? Are we talking real gold? No, of course not. No, we're talking it's a logie. The, the, the synthetic. It's made of lead. You know, kind of. And the poisonous type. You know, regional television yeah. award. Give it a bit of friction, and the gold comes straight off. Yeah, I'd, I only know that because I stole one once. Oh, did and you? Then um, I was pretty high at the time, and um, I stuck it where I shouldn't have, and it actually came off. Okay. Yeah. Did you get the rest of it out? Uh, I think to this day, the anus has a real sheen. Okay. You've passed most of it then. Yeah, I'd say so by You've now. passed most of it. Yeah. yeah. It comes out in flakes. Look, if I got a gold logo, I'd probably... I mean, the first thing I'd try and do is gamble it at the casino. I mean, I know that, but that's my standard for any kind of... So you'd go, I've got a gold logo, I put it on two black. Yeah. Okay. Would they accept that as a croupier? Yeah. It, uh, yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Oh, yeah. Now, Chip, back when we were uh, more able-bodied, let's put it that way, we used to play uh, touch footy pretty regularly. And at one point, uh, sadly, we didn't have the numbers to form oh, a full team. I love this story. I love this story because I think it really says a lot about your competitive nature, Chip. Now, uh, what happens in this particular competition, which will remain nameless, uh, if you don't have enough players, you usually get donated a few, but you don't know if they're good or bad. Uh, it turns out this one year, uh, the person who ran the comp said, yeah, we've got an extra. Uh, he just so happened to have cerebral palsy. Now, there's nothing against that. I think it was it was great that he was down there giving it a go. But uh, there's a particular story that I tell pretty regularly. Uh, it was during a, a, a pretty, I think it might have even been a final uh, we actually made a final somehow, uh, and we were under the pump. They've spread the ball wide. Uh, now, this guy whose name was, uh, let's call him Jake, all right? Uh, so the, the opposition team had spread the ball wide. Uh, sh- uh, poor old Jake was trying to get there. They'd isolated Jake. He was. They isolated him. and uh, Chippy, Which really is horrible of them. Ch- Chippy was absolutely, he was defending near him at the time. And, and Jake put everything in. He he went at full pace, even though one size of his body was basically paralysed. And he lunged and he missed this guy by about an inch. And they scored and we ended up losing this game by a try. And the reason I love this story is because as Jake lay on the ground virtually convulsing uh, in spasm, uh, Chip came over to him and gave him the biggest spray that I've ever remember anyone being given on the touch football field. You yelled at him quite distinctly, you've got to fucking get there, Jake. Do you have any regrets over abusing a handicapped person on a touch football field? Well, you see, I like to treat everybody equally. Yeah, you're an equal opportunity ascender. So, you know, had anyone else missed that tackle, they'd have copped the same spray. And it wouldn't be right not to spray him purely because he's got... I mean, I, I think that's a disgraceful thought. That he should be left out from the spray just because he's got cerebral palsy. I mean, I know that he wasn't expecting it and, you know, maybe people thought it was harsh, but I'm inclusive. I don't care. 
you were, in a way, you almost uh, overcompensated for that, didn't you? Because I found that you berated him more than most, uh, was my memory of it. Yeah, but you see, I don't, I don't see people that way. I see past the legs and the, and the condition mm. to the person, the, the player. Right. So if you saw, for example, a person with a wheelchair at the bottom of a set of stairs, um, you would say, hurry the fuck up. I'm trying to get up the stairs. You'd treat them no differently. Um, well, I don't know. Do you treat people with disabilities differently? We're not, you're not I'm supposed not, to. I'm generally nicer to them, yeah. Uh, like especially in those situations where they, as an able-bodied person, they can't do the things I can do. Yep. Um, I'll usually lend an assistance. Yeah. Um, uh, you feel that rubs it in? Chip, have you heard of iTunes? Is it is that uh, one of those on the line um, games that that you play? Yeah, a little bit okay. like a little bit like porn, mate. But yep. it's actually in this case, uh, people go on there to listen to things. Uh, oh, I see. It's like mute. audio porn. Sort of, yeah. Yep. And okay. Occasionally, it's not just moaning sounds and yep. um, orgasms. It's uh, podcasts. Well, you're not going to get it all the time, are you? No, oh. no. And in fact, you should probably stop ramming your penis Almost into be painful. the USB slot. Um, I'm sure it is painful for you. Uh, but the, it gets, actually gives a bit of a thought bubble for the show. Uh, and what we thought we might do is for our listeners, our core listeners, uh, the seven people who we call the our family. The hard, <laughs> That's right. The hardcore. We want to have those people go to iTunes and leave us a review. Okay. Okay. Now, it doesn't have to be complimentary because right. we don't want you lying. Well, I wouldn't have thought that that would be. No. You'd never Probably call not them. going for complimentary, really, are we? Not really. Um, but what we are look going for is funny. Uh, so what we thought we might do here on the Voluntary Tackle is give away a prize to the funniest review on iTunes. Good idea. Okay. So, we're, well, let's have a look around. What have we got? We've got, uh, we've got that Foster's beer can that you brought over once. Mm, that, that nobody drank. Um, it's quite warm. Um, and Why don't old. we sign it? Okay. Well, what should we sign it with? Blood or? Well, no, just a sharpie. Okay. We can use a sharpie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's part of the package. Okay. So you got one signed Foster's beer can mm. unopened. We're really forming a hamper here, aren't we? Yeah. Well, uh, there's one item. Well, that's the beginning. That's how hampers start. Yeah. In fact, we're not giving away a hamper, no basket or anything. Okay. So don't get your hopes up. That's good. Um, what we thought we might also give away, uh, Chippy, is uh, we've probably mentioned it a few times on the show, but we don't really have a lot of expensive equipment on the podcast, do we? Well, not other than me. Exactly. But uh, we haven't really had anything to protect the microphone mm. from um, you know, uh, our voices. Uh, what do you call them? Wind socks? Pooper stoppers? Something uh, like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I've been using uh, literally an old sweat sock yep. of mine. Of uh, yours. Yep. Yeah, unwashed, Yep. which is my own personal choice. Uh, we're actually going to be throwing that into the hamper as well. Okay, great. Um, so it's really building. Can they, can they choose between these items or have you got to take all, all, all of the items? You have to take the whole You have thing. to take the whole lot. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's all on the so, so it's going to be a Foster's signed beer can inside a sock. We also, I thought it would be a good idea, uh, because obviously we drink a lot of beer on the show. We sure do. Um, to give some kind of remnants of a beer ah. as part of the package. So we have a couple of old Asahi lids, um, which oh, I the, don't, they're not very valuable. These are the ones from the, uh, the audio uh, package that we put in the show. The Oh, no, no, we keep those. They're valuable. No, it's these ones we just cracked open now. Oh, these are the ones that didn't make it. Hear that? That's okay. the one I've got in my hand right now. Will you pack that particular bottle? The one okay. I'm handling yes. right now. Yes. Look, it's down my pants. Wash yep. it first. Yep. Uh, that's going into the hamper. Oh, that's sexual. Pop that over there. Um, now, we need one more item chip, I think, to make it of any value. 
I think we should actually send them some of your hair. Now, oh. which particular item of hair is up to you? We'll leave that. It can be ear hair if, you, if you're feeling that way, maybe an eyebrow. We should really um, let the listeners decide, shouldn't we? Um, I'm assuming it's probably going to be non-pubic hair because I think that might be breaching some kind of quarantine rule. You may also have an issue. I mean, I know that you've not, don't, not really that many pubic hairs yet. Um, if you want to give up a few of them, it's very kind of you. Are you trying to insinuate I'm follically challenged? No, I'm just saying you're a little bit, you know, uh, immature. Oh, is that right? So it's more of a metaphorical <laughs> lack of pubes. Well, that's, I think, more insulting, uh, but I appreciate that. Uh, so you'll probably get, uh, I wouldn't say a lock of my hair, uh, but certainly a some... A curl. I'll give you probably three. We'll give you a curl. <laughs> we'll give you enough. I'll tell you what I will do. It'll, it'll be a potpourri of hairs. I'm going to give you a bit of pubic and a bit of scalp hair. Yeah, mix it in. Before we go, uh, there's something we always like to do. We want to impart some positivity on the listenership, which is why we defer to you, Chip. Mm. Can you please leave some sage wisdom in the minds of our listeners? Guys, when you're driving your automobile and you notice a light come on the dashboard that says, need oil, buy some oil. Once you seize that engine, your car's fucked. See you next week.